0: The question that me and my co-founder Max, Max Deutsch asked ourselves was, um, what type of life do we want to live? Right? And for us, the answer is, we just want to spend time learning and creating, right?
1: Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 230. Can you believe it's been 230? It's crazy. But our guest today is Valentin Perez, the co-founder of Monthly. Valentin is the co-founder of Monthly, a venture-backed, fast-growing company revolutionizing online education. They've partnered with some of the biggest creators, artists, and experts to create one-month online learning experiences. Valentin grew up in Cancun, Mexico, and currently lives in Los Angeles. Valentin loves to learn and create. Valentin Perez, thank you so much for joining me on Twenty Minute Leaders. How are you? Thank you, Michael. I'm doing great. Um, how about you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for joining me, being so generous with your time. Uh, you're calling from Los Angeles, and you're actually living with uh, Cliff Weitzman, who I believe was one of the first guests on the show, which is pretty pretty cool.
0: Amazing, yeah.
1: We're so, super close friend. From Mexico, uh, went to Brown University, co-president of the entrepreneurship program there, got into startups, worked in quite a few places. Uh, One of them is a software engineering intern at Snapchat, which I'd love to hear uh, what that experience was all about. But now, most recently, you are the CEO and co-founder of Monthly, an an online education platform uh, focusing on month courses, right? Did I get that right?
0: Yeah, uh, co-founder co-founder of Monthly, and uh, we do one month hands-on online classes, yeah, taught by big uh, creators and artists.
1: Amazing, amazing. So, uh, you know, Valentin, before we get into really the, the depth of Monthly and what you're doing there, I'd love to go back a little bit and talk about your entrepreneurial journey and sort of the, the steps leading up to, uh, to your endeavor right now. So when would you consider you started as an entrepreneur?
0: Oh, um, I would say since, like, since, ever since I can remember, I was just always with the entrepreneurial mindset. And I think it's because of the way that I grew up and the way that, um, my parents raised me. Like one of the earliest questions that I always remember my dad asking myself is, would you rather be the tail of a lion or the head of a mouse? um and i would always ironically answer the head of a lion but for him he was always like asking that question kind of re- rhetorically that it's better to be the head of a mouse even if it's a small thing you be the entrepreneur the person like leading or having your own like charge of your own destiny than destiny than being the tail of a bigger organization or you know some other group Wow. So, uh, so ever, ever since I was, I was a kid, I was always working on projects, um, selling things like building stuff, like, you know, websites, apps, robots, um, like selling sushi across my neighborhood, like everything that you can imagine. Um, and yeah, so and it just continued. What, what was the motivation just, for like, creating.
1: Sorry? What was the motivation for doing all those projects? Was it simply to, to make money where some people sell lemonade and a lemonade stand you did that other entrepreneurial projects or was it, or, or was there other, other reasons why you went about them?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think when I was a kid, it was mostly fun, right? It was just like, I was just having fun playing around. Um, that's what I found fun, fulfilling. And then it was also about like, then started getting into creating value. Um, and helping other people. Right. So, um, I see intraprene- entrepreneurship is just literally a way it's like you're creating value, right. And you're helping improve other people's lives. Um, and then I think, so I think there's like, you know, fun play creating value, but a big part of it for me too, is curiosity and mm. like learning new things and understanding new parts of the world and, and, and like really as an experimenting, um, I think those. That, and then like, I think some other motivators for me are love, just coming, like giving love, receiving love, um, uh, gratefulness, always being grateful about what I have and making the most out of the opportunities and chances that I have, um, and yeah, I think the creating value goes with the desire to be useful, um, which. Yeah, it's just creating value, uh, love, gratefulness, curiosity, play, fun. Yeah. Right.
1: So you're talking about creating value, love, curiosity. If I recall correctly, one of the things that you also did is send a newsletter with a bunch of gifts, right? Talk to me a little bit about that newsletter.
0: Yeah. So um, one thing I love doing is curating things. So ever since I was a kid, I had a list of my favorite quotes or like a list of my favorite articles. Like, and I always just stored all these things. And I, I love finding the gems in the internet of like, what are the best videos? What are the best articles? What are the best ideas, what <clears throat> are the best books? Um, and I just like have a lot of fun doing this and then. You know, part of that is like, I also like joined a lot of newsletters. Like I spend a lot of time just learning things online and like, you know, part of that was newsletters. And then I thought like, you know, I'm like storing all these things, um, doing them myself, why don't I just share all of this that I've accumulated all of this amazing gems, articles, ideas, um, habits, et cetera, and just share them with my friends and family. So I just, you know, as an experiment, I posted like, Hey, would anyone be interested? And we got like hundreds of messages and comments that people that wanted to like get this newsletter. Um, and I just started sending it and the, the premise was, you know, mouthwatering articles, um, like yeah, it's like provoking, thought provoking pictures. So it wasn't, uh, it was like across like many different types of media, all of them, um, the best things that I can find and it wasn't only um things that I found throughout the week, it was like over the years and the whole lifetime of like creating all these things. Right. So I focused on quality over recency. Mm-hmm. Right. And th- I did sprinkle a bit of the recency because you know part of my newsletter was also sending my favorite like songs and, and new artists that I was finding. So I also like just love making Spotify playlists, for example. Um and and yeah, that was like part of a part of the newsletter and, and it actually was extremely fun and and rewarding because it was a way to keep in touch with a ton of friends and family and people, right? By I I only have to write this email once and send it once a week and it gets to like hundreds of people. And then like a lot of anyone, if they're interested, they can reply or not. Um, but I always had like people sharing back more thoughts, more ideas, like just having conversations. It was just absolute blast. Um,
1: I think that's it. that's There's so much ingenuity in that. I I took inspiration from a a great friend of mine, Drew Bent. I don't know if you got to meet him, but he's a Knight-Hennessy scholar at Stanford, and he went to MIT Launch with me, and he sent out this year in review, Drew's year in review, as as a one-time, once-a-year newsletter, and I started adopting that, doing it more quarterly or or biannually, and it was amazing to see how with one email I can reach hundreds of people and all of a sudden you get the responses and you re, you're invigorating these connections and I think that yeah. it's such a wonderful technique to get in touch with people. I'm obviously enjoying meeting new people and, and maintaining relationships through a show like this. So I'm definitely in favor of, of all of these different endeavors. Talk to me a little bit about entrepreneurship at Brown. You're at university. What does it mean to be an American college student? in America, right? You're from Mexico, but you're studying college in America and you're 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 leading an entrepreneurship experience also for other students. What was that about?
0: Yeah, so for me, I just, I knew that I wanted to get involved with the entrepreneurship scene even before I to into Brown. Once I got to Brown, like that was like the first thing that I did. Um, like I joined the hackathon and hackathon organizing team because I went to the hackathon as a high schooler. Uh, before Brown, and so I knew I wanted to be a part of that. And when I got to Brown, like I knew that I wanted to continue working on my own entrepreneurial projects. Um, but I also I saw super valuable as like, you know, meeting all the other entrepreneurs, all the people interested in making things, right? So what better way than by taking the lead in the entrepreneurship club and finding these people, cultivating these people, and cultivating an environment that. Would be the best place for entrepreneurship like that was my my goal i just wanted to make brown and, and a college hill that has brown and Risty, the, the rhode, rhode island school of design as mm-hmm. the best place for entrepreneurship and um yeah it was like a ton of fun um i like founded um four different conferences there um did like founded like a speaker series like trips to san francisco new york to visit alumni like, so many different things like um I think what was it like ten x the the group size like double the budget of the entrepreneurship club uh engaged an alumni group um so we had like an, an alumni presence um uh, interviewed uh a new and found a new direct like help find a new director for the new Nelson Center for Entrepreneurship help um you know, think about like the space and et cetera. So I was super involved in that. And it was an, an absolutely super fulfilling experience and an amazing learning experience because I saw it as a platform to practice entrepreneurship. Right. And it was just right, amazing.
1: And yeah. a, pl- a platform to practice entrepreneurship. I think it, it reminds me obviously of the program we both did. MIT launch, and it, it's all about practicing entrepreneurship. It's it's taking a sandbox that you can't really destroy anything because the worst thing that could possibly happen is that you'll say, okay, I tried, I failed. By the way, I'm still on a high school slash college, and I, it's not like I have uh, children to feed or a or, or family to take care of, and I'll move on and take the lessons I learned. So, how did that lead up now to monthly and and what are you trying to do with the education space?
0: Yeah. So with monthly, um, what we're doing is we're revolutionizing how people learn online. So like this comes from like, as a kid, like always my favorite thing was learning, right? Learning and creating things. So the question I was working on startups, working on projects, um, and then you know, I realized that I could be working on anything, right? Like, um, you know, had the researchers, had the skills. So the question that me and my co-founder, Max, Max Deutch asked ourselves was um, what type of life do we want to live? Right. And for us, the answer is we just want to spend time learning and creating, right? Like that's what we love. And so how can we build a system that allows us to live this life and allow other people to live this life as well? Right. So for us. It was like, okay, how do we build the learning platform of our dreams? And who do you want to learn from? Um, how do we make it a sociable, like amazing experience? How do you make it so that you finish with tangible projects? So for our classes, for example, um, all our classes, you finish with something tangible. So in our music production class, you finish with three songs that you have created by the end. Wow. Of the day. In our painting class, you finish with a realistic portrait or like a painting that is in, um, inspired by your imagination, right? And your background. Uh, you can you can finish with a film, et cetera. And so these classes, they're different from the normal online classes. Normal online classes, usually they might be just, you know, a playlist of videos, right? That you watch, but our classes, you know, they have a specific start date and an end date, right? All of them are one month, hence the name monthly. And throughout the experience, you're put into a peer group of 20 other students from around the world, right? So, you know, you can, you can invite friends to be in the same peer group, but you're in the social experience where, you know, you will see what other people are working on. You can give feedback, you receive feedback, you see, um, you know, you get inspired, you make new friends. And, you know, this peer group also came from, you know, at Brown, um, I started a group called Junto, where every Saturday um, we would meet at my at my house in the living room um, and we would just talk about life um, and like you know, things that we were learning, and it was just such an, an intimate, amazing environment. Um, and I wanted to replicate that, you know, within monthly. So, hence, like, you know, instead of seeing a class that you have, like, 2,000 students and you don't, like, really connect with anyone, you know, we split into peer groups so you can connect with the 20 peers that you're learning with, right? And by the end of the month, you know, you're getting feedback, You the, the creator, the instructor is also interacting with the students, and then you, you all finish with something that you share, right? So... Everyone finishes with something that I can't help but share with all the friends, family, social media. And then that just brings in a lot more people in. Um,
1: that, that, yeah. That's amazing. So, just to understand a little bit better the context of where monthly, where, where, the, where the market that monthly is in. So, are these mainly for, for young adults or kids that want to acquire a new skill, a specialized skill that you then provide a month long course? that is very intimate, intensive, and then by the end of which they finish with a a tangible product. Is that what you're doing?
0: Um, Yes. Uh, we, our, our audience is actually, you know, we've seen people that are, you know, eight year olds to seven year olds, 70 year olds. Like it's like a huge range of like everyone is interested. Cause our classes are, you know, singing, music production, art, like, um, even like creative engineering and et cetera. Like we have like a big range of of topics, but you're right that the main demographic is, you know, young adults, um, mostly, uh, you know, they might want to like improve their skill, Um, but also a lot of the times they're just, you know, they're in their corporate job and they like want to do something more with their life. They want to do something creative. They want to do something cool. They want to do something exciting or they want to be a part of a community. And this is like, you know, what we're providing to people. And we see that, you know, it's it's transforming people's lives. People, you know, finish the class and they're like, wow, uh, this has been the most productive 30 days of my life. Or um, I've learned more in this past month than the past 10 years trying to learn to make music. And these are quotes from video testimonials. At this point, we have thousands of video testimonials of people who went out of the way to record themselves of how much they love their experience and posted to YouTube. Um, and, and, like, it's just been super inspirational to see and, like, to see what people are creating, the connection that they're making. Um, and, you know, it's crazy to see that our completion rates for people to finish their classes are 10x what uh, the industry average is for all the online really? platforms. So, yeah. I think why it's do, like, you, why do you like, think that cool. is? What, what is yeah, the factor? I yeah, th- I think it's a combination of factors, right? So, one, um, these classes you see the end, like you see what you're working towards, right? Like we frame the classes, like, you know, this is music production class. You're going to finish with three songs, right. And everything in the curriculum is structured to help you achieve that. Right. And like, get to that point. Right. So, um, you know, all the videos, like the projects, the feedback sessions, um, and they all build progressively towards the final projects. Right. So that's one thing. The other thing is the social aspect, right? You're in a peer group where you see that other people are like submitting the projects, like watching the video. So like monkey see, monkey do, right? Like, um, humans are like, if they see other people doing this, like they don't want to like let them down, even though, you know, they may be strangers, but like they're in your peer group, they're like, you're going to get assigned for feedback, right? So it also helps people, you know, there's deadlines so that, and and the deadlines are not just arbitrary. They're actually in this case are useful. Because if you submit in time, the next day you're going to get feedback. If not, you may not get, right, because you didn't submit. So that then obviously um, the classes are framed as like a commitment. So it's not just, um, you know, maybe I'll just like pay for some like subscription service that like maybe I'll like get to this later, like which usually never happens. This is like, you know, a month that you're going to commit and there's a start date and a finish date. So mentally, people are prepared for that. Um, And the the, the prices are also high, right? So, you know, there's various reasons why we wanted to price price the prices high. One of them is for the commitment, right? Like, we want people to actually commit and follow through and finish the classes. So, the classes are priced around usually $279. Um, So, you know, people are, like, serious about it and, like, you know, they enroll and they go for it. Um, I think think those are some of the reasons. I Um, I
1: think that's that's super, super cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like that, the instructors that we get, like there's, they're always, you know, big name people are already have big audiences or very charismatic in the way that they teach. Um, so like people are always engaged. The curriculum that we design is like very much like we spend a lot of time being very meticulous about how we design a very effective engaging curriculum. So that also helps. I think it's just like such a big combination of things.
1: Well, what surprised you the most out of the journey or even more interesting than that? What, what, lessons did you take with you from your prior entrepreneurial experiences that you're saying like, wow, I'm so glad that I had these experiences at Brown and MIT launch and, and as a kid that now at the start of you're saying, ah, I, I've seen this, I've experienced this. This is how I want to tackle this.
0: Yeah. I mean, great question. I think there's just endless uh, things and ideas that you can, you can learn from even like from mistakes, from, successes or anything I think you can learn um, I think are, are, are you looking for like a specific like like nuggets of advice or like a specific experience that happened like what,
1: I'd, I'd love to know what how you see your pre- prior entrepreneurial experience folding into or molding into monthly because a lot of people are saying, yeah, I'll defer entrepreneurship to when I'm good and ready. I'll accumulate, you know, professional experiences and then I'll be an entrepreneur. And here you have an example of somebody who's been an entrepreneur their whole life leading up to this moment.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's, it's there. Like, I just, I see it, anything that comes up, you know, with monthly, like has come up, like most cases, like before. Or even if they if it hasn't come up, right, you have the muscle and the exercise of being able to figure new things out, right? And yeah. like, a lot of it is like pattern recognition, right? And like a lot of patterns, even though they might be like slightly different, it's like slightly similar to other things that you have done before, right? So that exercise and practice of entrepreneurship, I think is like extremely valuable and fun and rewarding and everything that you want, right? And, and useful for later. And like, I just see it like everywhere, like, You know, um, one thing is with, um, you know, working with a team, right. And like leading people, right. Like, I think that was huge when I was a a, a leader, like co-president of, at Brown, um, AP, um, other is like, you know, how do you figure out, like, how do you code uh, an app and what, what needs to get built, right? Like, you know, for all all the apps that I launched, I had, um, you know, before monthly during my time at Brown and before Brown. I, think I had seven apps in the app store. So I was like, wow very familiar with the, with the launch process. Um, and then, you know, other l- like learning experiences was like, you know, I built something really cool. But then, you know, I realized that even though the thing was really cool, it's not going to get to anyone's hands if there's no distribution. Right. So, you know, learning about distribution, learning about like, you know, talking to users and reading between the lines. I think a lot of times... You know, you may ask a question, people may say something, but they're really meaning something else, or they have a deeper like desire that they're trying to satisfy. So it's a lot about like that building up that intuition to being able to identify these things. Um, the classic I love like, it quote of, of um, you know, if you would have asked what people wanted, they would have said faster horses, right? So,
1: right. Right, a hundred percent, Valentin. Uh, I, I'm sad that we only have twenty minutes for this show, but but thank you for being so generous with your time. Before we finish, uh, what are three words that you would use to describe yourself?
0: Good question. Um, one, um, I would say, understander. I love to understand things. It's like my favorite thing, you know. With learning, the thing that I like is understanding things. So understanding you know, like about the world, about myself, about people, about concepts, everything. I just love understanding that. Um, second one is the for And this is like made up word. Um, because basically I just made it up. It means like different thinker, right? Like I love to think differently. I like love to just go up the beaten path, like come up with new words, new ideas, new ways of doing things. Um, and that's something that, represents that. And then the third one is, um, would be slopey is also made up word. Um, which means that I love focusing on slope more than a Y intercept. And this comes from a quote that I love is, uh, a little bit of, a little bit of slope makes up for a lot of Y intercept, right? So
1: a intercept
0: is where you may be right. And, um, that like if you see two lines like i may not like have it be able to draw this but (laughs) usually what matters most is the slope right even if you started there's a line that started up here the slope is like this but you started down here and the slope is like this it'll cross it like in short amount of time right so i think as long as you're focusing on growth and learning then you can get to. A hundred percent. And I think, that's, I think that it's, uh,
1: really, it's, it's even more relevant when you're thinking people often say that, look, somebody else is already doing this or somebody else is, is starting off at a different stage than I am. And it's not about the stage you're starting off. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's about how it's about the slope, the, the, the slope of your trajectory, not about the starting point as yeah. both takes over very, very quickly. Valentine, thank you very, very much. Enjoy uh, your time uh, in Los Angeles with Cliff. Stay safe and stay healthy. And thank you for being on the show.
0: Thank you, Michael. Thank you for hosting.
1: Take care.